All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of NPod Live. My name's Jose. I'm Sterling. And I'm Everett. And as always, we're here to discuss the news. And, and tonight's a big night, guys. It's what, what's happening right now. There's a, there, there's a map that's on your screens right now. And, and there's a pretty important reason. I'm, I'm sure uh, unless you've been living under a rock the last uh, couple of weeks, you're aware today's election day. Oh, I thought the Mandalorian came back. That's what I was thinking. No, that's a that's a big deal too. But we can cover that later. Yes, it is time to rock the vote. I'm sorry, I'm old. That was like MTV and the. Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> as long as you live, vote or die. <laughs> that's what Paris Hilton said. All of that's old, man. Y'all dating this like. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're looking at the map on there, you got a. Is it pronounced Reuters? R-E-U-T-E-R-S? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, it sounds, sounds about right to me. They're pretty non-biased, uh, right? They're pretty down the road for the most part. Yeah. I, I don't know. I that was the best so. we could think of yeah, anyway. I yep. Uh, I mean, this. I, I think it's pretty much the same map that the, most of the news uh, organizations are currently using. Well, actually, they were ahead of what? CBS? Didn't we look at them for a second? They were like at least 30 minutes behind, yeah. it looked like. Hmm. I like that they show the, uh, the, the trending states. Uh, we got a few eyeballs on us, so um, just a quick, cool. just to reach out, uh, feel free to comment. We're going to try to monitor those and respond in real time as best we can. If you want to be part of the conversation, we'll work on setting something up to where you can call in on one of our numbers. We'll send you a message, and uh, we can hear some people's thoughts on, on those things. So, um, We have a few topics that we're going to go over tonight. You want me to go over those? Yes, sir. All right, so we're going to have to break up this coverage because it's going to be a long night. We might even go off for a little bit and come back on, but uh, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about the Texas Trump train. We're going to talk about the Electoral College, and we're going to discuss, you know, those those shy Trump voters out there because not all of them have the uh, big Trump flag in the back of their pickup truck. No, that's that's one hundred percent correct. That's uh, that's actually going to be a pretty interesting topic here. I've got a couple personal stories on it, but let's let's start with the Texas Trump train. Um, or do you want to kind of? go over what what the map that we're seeing first well yeah um so if we're looking at the map um well hold on one second here we see a lot of the light red dark red light blue dark blue um what you're going to be able to see is that trump is actually getting the swing state of florida and i think they were ta- talking about that being part of like his uh sun belt swing state uh which included arizona and a few other um kind of a, just outlier states because everybody's really zeroed in on Pennsylvania, which now is showing light red. That's actually a pretty big change because it wasn't like that before. Uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin uh, look like they're trending towards Biden currently at this time. I also say there's some weird stuff going on, too, because there's like percentages of the votes that are already in. And I think Virginia was one of these states where Biden was uh, less of a percentage than Trump, but yet he was favored or you know expected to win Virginia. So I don't know exactly um, how that gets shaped or how that gets uh, adjusted as time goes on. They may have just not counted all the votes from all the districts yet. So, you know, that kind of thing. No, and everything's going to be ongoing for yeah, so. for, for a few hours tonight. And I think some states are going to be counting past this, the mail-in votes and whatnot that, that weren't uh, due to arrive by, by today that they're still counting. I agree. Um, but, yeah, the, the map's looking pretty interesting because there's, there's a – like Sterling said, he, he, he was expected to uh, – to win Virginia, it looks like uh, Trump's taking the lead there. Uh, Florida was was where, where we currently live is was one that's always been a what they call a battleground. And I honestly, uh, 
didn't think it was going to be read this early on, but uh, let's let's keep pushing and hopefully it, uh, we, we, we take the uh, the title again this election in Florida, you know. That's true. Uh, you might notice uh, some slight leaning to the left or right from Jose and myself, probably to the right if you're listening. And uh, Everett is our independent left-leaning contributor. Is that right, Everett? Did I get did I hit all the right words in there? That's pretty good. All right. Try not to be too uh, biased in my in my commentary. As I, I'm really I'm liking what I see on the map so far. I mean, um, what do you guys think is the what's your prediction as of the, right now? As of right now, I'm still unsure. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't know if if when when it's all said and done tonight at the end of the night if we'll even have enough data to know who potentially is going to be the next president. Yeah, there's a lot. I of, agree. A lot of things going on where, um, at least from my perspective, it seems like the Democrats are working in conjunction with mainstream media and social media to not allow Trump to make any announcements that they deem are too early. Is that a Jose? You think so? I agree. Yeah. Ever disagree? Probably. I don't know. Probably I haven't been paying attention to that part that much. Okay. We'll pay attention for you. That's but, uh, exactly what's going on. But uh, I could I could see that being the case. They probably shouldn't announce anything tonight on either side. Why not? Well, they they you know. get like we have the most mail-in ballots of uh, all time. Basically, you should probably wait till they go, get those counted. Do you really? Do you really think they should count votes after the election day? They have to. How how else can you count them all? You can't count all the mail-in ballots. Did you know that tonight. some? Did you know that this is a kind of a sad story, but it's just something new that I learned. I forget what state it was in, but there was a, um, a young woman, I think in her early twenties who had cancer or something that was terminal and she did her mail-in ballot. She died before the election. And I don't know how you're supposed to find that out in general, but that meant her vote didn't count. That's true. So I thought that was really weird, but it's a state by state thing. So if it was in a different state, it might've counted. And obviously very sad because this was the first election for president that she was able to vote for. And unfortunately was unable to vote for because of the circumstances. Um, Honestly, I don't think that should be the case. If you get your ballot in before you die in that mail-in ballot time or early voting time, it just doesn't make any sense. Because I know that there are some people that vote early voting right or mail-in ballot voting and then that's they true. do die and then maybe you don't know about it right like they died at home or... i don't know that's i'm kind of torn on that on that I mean, a little bit rumor is epstein put in his vote before uh oh yeah i saw him with a sticker yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, that's but, uh, so yeah. ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> hey we need to check in on gizlane maxwell after this is all said and done if she's Man, still around it, it, no one's even seen her since since this whole thing went down no one's where's worth her images and and and, you know like her mug shots and all that kind of stuff no one's seen any of that stuff as far as i'm concerned she doesn't exist i heard she's a man now no it's possible word of caitlin hashtag believe all women (laughs) (laughs) but anyways uh we'll we'll get back to covering uh, tonight's uh presidential election for now, we're moving on to the Texas Trump train. And Sterling, g- give us an overview for, for the people who don't know what happened. Absolutely. Uh, some of those trending Biden states just switched to uh, trending Trump. So uh, Michigan and Wisconsin are now trending Trump. So, um, But yeah, the Texas Trump train was interesting. I actually personally didn't like it. Um, but I also acknowledge that it was really funny to see because uh, – there's just all these reports in the news talking about how Biden and Harris have a chance to turn Texas uh, Democrat, turn it blue, and they're campaigning in Texas. And then, of course, they run into a caravan of uh, Trump supporters. There's nothing wrong with driving on the highway. There's nothing wrong with having Trump flags. And, you know, you're probably not supposed to be honking your horn or whatever. But, you know, th- there were some borderline potentially aggressive tactics, but nothing that should have been cited for 
outside of a warning potentially. I say all those things to just acknowledge. Um, maybe some of them deserved a little reckless driving ticket. Well, there's some some stories coming out from the local law enforcement that says that the um, uh, there were some other cars on the road with the Biden-Harris campaign, and one of those cars, they're saying, deviated from its lane that led to, I guess, a little bit of a rubbing situation between the two vehicles. So um, they th might not have been the, the Trump train per se that led to what little incident occurred and then of course because of the little incident and the feelings associated with the event the biden harris campaign uh, canceled whatever event it was that they were headed to but what do you i mean i didn't like it because it, it, it can be viewed as an intimidation tactic and um it's just not necessary i thought i thought it was funny though because like you're they're trying to turn a state from one thing to another uh, like from red to blue and then they got a like a stern reminder of how red the state is I don't, I don't know that it's funny, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't call it funny either. I mean, but it's it, it, what's funny to me is that that uh, the party that's been advocating for uh, people's right to assemble, quote unquote, and uh, create all these situations that led to violent protests, uh, you know, looting, burning down buildings. They're the ones saying, hey, your, your side doesn't know how to behave. Like, like, get out of here with that. You it, know, it's definitely ironic. Well, should should a couple of those guys, because you know, you know me, I'm very pro uh, our laws. Uh, should some <laughs> of those guys have uh, been charged with some reckless driving or? But what were they doing that was reckless? Because I didn't even hear anything about speeding. The only thing I heard about was the one uh, slight incident where they 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 clearly boxed that van in, where the yeah. van couldn't make any maneuvers. Uh, it's it was a very intimidating driving style. They were swerving in and out of lanes. Some of them deserve to be ticketed. Should it be a situation where you know they should go to jail or or you know we should the the opposition should go protest their their uh, reckless driving? No, I mean it was it it was something very minor. What's hypocritical is the other side's uh, overreactment to it, but that's neither here nor there. I still think there's some consequences that that those uh, gentlemen should meet. And despite how uh, cool I thought the the video was and and. Uh, Honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't like the the, the Biden uh, Harris campaign. So, I'm I'm supposed to support someone intimidating their side, but I'm I I don't. At the end of the day, I don't, because right is right and wrong is wrong, and and uh, we all got to obey the law, including people on my side of the argument. Hmm. Ever did you give your thoughts on the Trump train? I mean, I think it was stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all I can say. I mean, like, hey, it. it they canceled their event. That's 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 a plus in my book. Well, I guess it's time to move on to the uh, electoral college. I had to watch a PragerU five minute video, and um, I'm probably like ten percent more knowledgeable on it than I was before because I didn't retain a whole lot. But that puts me at ten percent. Uh, how about you guys? How do you how do you guys uh, feel? You know the electoral college system. I think I have a pretty good idea of how it works. With your understanding, what are your feelings on it? Um, I, used, it, I, used to be, I used to be against it. I used to think that we should have free democracy. People should vote for things themselves. And in the past year or so, that should not be the case. Um, people don't know what they're voting for at the time. So it's, it's a good reason to have electoral college. My only, my only criticism of it is that sometimes it doesn't really represent the people in the area that it's voting from because those people don't have to necessarily vote for what you say they should vote for. It's up to their own discretion. That, that part I don't like. But besides that, I mean, I understand the purpose of it. <laughs> that is funny. They get look at the, the, uh, the, the people have electoral votes. They're like, oh, okay, so y'all want me to vote for Biden, huh? 
right. Nah. <laughs> uh, um, well, here, here's why I think it's important. You got sections of the country that are very densely populated. That's true. Places like L.A., places like you know, New York City. Miami. Places like Miami, where those places are so densely populated that they can pretty much de- decide the the uh, the outcome for the state, if not the country in some cases. Mm-hmm. So the Electoral College is very important because it, it kind of dis- redistributes the, the voting power to kind of equalize it between between all the states. Right. I, and, and there's been times where I, I didn't side with it, but more importantly, now, that, now more than ever, people actually thought real coyotes were carrying children exactly. a- across yeah, yeah, the border. Yeah. Like these exactly. are the people who, who we need the Electoral College to, to make decisions for. Yeah. If there's a slight majority and that person realizes that uh, all these people voted because of the coyotes, then uh, like I, yeah, like I said, man, I understand the purpose for it. I just I do think it's weird that they can be like, um, I think this is best, and I don't like that. Well, I mean, they thought about it a long time ago. Um, you know, when the founding fathers created the system and everything, they didn't want uh, any one state to become too powerful. And after watching the PragerU video, I could probably watch it again to get an even better understanding because it was very uh, well explained. They um, they had the foresight to know that, you know, just because a large percentage of the population goes to one state, that one state should not rank the other. And then it really made me think about the whole phrase of United States of America. And it does spread out that representation. So that way, you know, those states that way back then came together to form what we now have um, continue to get their say in how things are going. I do think there should be like some kind of reform to it, though. I think that the, I think the, it's a little dated the way to pro- because there's so many more people that live here now at different places, I think, maybe, but that's all. It's hard to say. I, I can understand if they came to the same conclusion, but um, I honestly have less faith in the politicians today than I did back then. And I and I say that um, knowing that they were slave owners for, you know, I think pretty much every single one of them back in the day. But um, they did have a lot of foresight. Uh, they escaped the uh, tyrannical rule of uh, England. And if they saw the level of taxation we had to pay now, there would be another legitimate revolution because um, it, it's actually pretty extensive the way that we aren't able to keep the money that we're, we earn. Do you trust you think the founding the founding fathers are more trustworthy? I don't know about that. I think they're I think like the system that they came up with was far less corrupt than the system that we do now. And I say that putting the slavery issue out to the side. Like huh? I'm I don't I don't I'm not factoring that in when they were sitting down writing the Declaration of Indo- not the Declaration of Independence, but the Constitution. Like when they came up with the Bill of Rights, when they came up and they eventually added these amendments. And- I don't know, man. They're like, so uh, to, in order to vote to have a say in politics at all, you had to be a white land-owning male. So if you didn't own land, if you were a sharecropper or something like that, well, you were, you were so, But they also had the foresight to set up the Constitution to where you can add amendments. And then so Correct. those amendments came in later and you know helped justify the wrongs that were wrong and helped turn them into the rights that we now have. Hmm. I don't know. They, they set up the very way that you suggest we should reform it. Yeah, like, I mean, they set it up so they you, set can, it up. you can reform it. So you can reform it. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to argue that they came up with a system that that it's as close to perfect as as, as it gets. You know, they set they, it up they, to have changes because 250 right. years ago, I mean, how could you set something up that right? That's true. So I, I'm giving them credit for that. I think they were. 
Yeah, 50 50. They were thinking way down the line with um, how they structured everything. And that's why I'm trying to remove the slavery aspect because everybody's focused on that. Like, it, it did happen. It should be taught accurately. And um, it should not be forgotten because if we don't learn from our past, we're doomed to repeat it. And um, that's kind of where we're at now with a lot of the critical race theory that is being taught. It's it's actually another form of segregation. Um, but I don't know that slavery was a, is like the the worst part of that whole process. It's all the aftermath of it. So yes, correct. Um, slavery was the beginning, and then of course once that ended. People did not want to let that go, especially the the people that had slaves. And um, I mean, was Jim Crow immediately after or was there something else that they called it um, in that brief interim time where they essentially just made it illegal to be a free black man by charging them with loitering and locking them up? Yeah, during during Reconstruction. But then you got after Jim Crow, too. I mean... It's been a while. People always refer like, oh, slavery was X amount of years ago. It's like, well, yeah, it didn't stop that day. Right. I think things just now are starting to... I don't know. That's another conversation. Looks like the map is starting to fill in. Um, but is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a couple different sources as well, not just the one that's being shared on the screen. And uh, some of the West Coast states are, are, are starting to fill in. It looks like New Mexico has come down to their final vote. Uh, it's solid blue. Uh, Colorado as well has gone to their final, and it's solid blue already on the screen. Colorado is? Yeah. Colorado is Utah is uh, still shaded red. Is Colorado liberal like that? I don't know. When I was yeah. when I used to visit, I don't remember being like that. But okay. Um, one thing they were talking about doing in Colorado was um, freeing a lot of the people that were incarcerated on like drug charges with nonviolent, uh, nonviolent drug charges, and I thought that was a pretty nice step, especially because the state legalized it now for a little bit and. Um, I think that would be more beneficial than just freeing random prisoners from jail because you don't want them to catch COVID. So let, let's move on to, to our third and, and uh, maybe final topic here. The shy Trump voter. What, 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 Everett, let's start with you. Uh, do, do you think that's a thing? I mean, people who don't want to, people who lie about who they vote for to fit in? Of right. course. I mean, that's how it always is. It's like, um, I mean, I don't know how many people do it. It's probably a lot, I'd imagine. You know, on both sides a little bit more so this time the war against Trump, you know? Yeah, there, I, I just feel like there's a lot of people, especially minorities who who are who say things in public to kind of fit in with what they view society as the norm of what what they're supposed to support, what they're supposed to say. I was I told you guys off air earlier, I was at the uh, barbershop earlier and one of the guys was just very insistent on asking people uh, if they voted today. <laughs> and everyone seemed to have no problem answering that a yes or no pretty quickly. True. Uh, then he started pressuring on, oh, who'd you vote for if they said yes, that they voted. And, you know, typically Biden supporters, uh, they right away answered. Can't be real, though. I hate that question. Why are you asking me who I vote for? Yeah, it's, it's none of your it, damn it's, business. It's, 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 it's a secret the, the, for a reason. The follow-up comment's not going to be good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't ask me. I don't, I'm not going to ask you. I don't care. I know, and, and especially after you've already voted, like, yeah. what are you trying to accomplish yeah. by having hey, a discussion? What are we talking about right now? Like, like for real, like, yeah. what are, like, at that point, what are we even talking about? Like, before, maybe you're trying to sway your friend's, your friend's opinion, you know, but afterwards, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Even if you say, if you say, he's like, oh, I vote for Trump, I vote for Biden, you say, oh, oh okay. <laughs> then what happens after that? What happens? There, there's a very small chance that you guys are going to be in agreement when someone asks you that question. <laughs> but, but anyways, the way it was going was... Uh, 
the people who were clearly for Biden answered it with no hesitation. Yeah, I voted for Biden. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like going to someone and go, hey, man, you, you know really what, like though? those ugly ass shoes? You know what, though? I be Some of those people who voted, I'm more inclined to be people who answered the question too quickly online about who they vote for. In my opinion. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but I, I, I think more so the, the problem, or not the problem, because they have the right to their own privacy, but the people who are these, this hint, this category, the shy Trump voter, are, are, are these guys, the guys where he was approaching them and, and, and pressuring them the same. And they're like, listen, man, I'm voting for whoever's best for me and my family. That's it. Or that's who I voted for. Oh, you voted for Trump, didn't you? No, no, I just, you know, I, 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 I voted for who I thought was going to benefit me. And he would go again and say, oh, so it's Trump. <laughs> he doubled down. He's doubling down. Yeah. But but I mean for the most part he give, he made about half of them give in and say yeah I'm voting for Trump. And then he would go in into the the whole more even more uncomfortable question is why did you feel like you couldn't just flat out tell me that up front? Why 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 did you want to hide it? You know what that's a good question. That that question I understand. The first one I don't. I think the conversation should even get to that point to be honest with you because right. it doesn't matter. You shouldn't be asking me who I vote for to begin with. It used to be a very private thing. Um, it's only changed here somewhat recently mm-hmm. with social media being an outlet for a lot of people to share their opinions now more so than in the past. So uh, all those things that used to go unsaid, go said multiple times. I can be honest, I feel bad for some of y'all because you answered that question and you're afraid to. Because I know yeah. that if it had been John McCain and Hillary, I'd be like, hey, uh, I didn't vote that way this time. I, I mean, like, so again, I was on the other side just a couple years ago where... I was truly devastated at the result, and I was just thinking to myself, like, how could they elect this man? He's so bad. He did this. He did that. And I realized all of those things were, were social, socially essentially unacceptable, for lack of a better word. But um, when you look at the policies and the things that actually accomplished in his first term, I think within these four years, he's clearly grown and improved. And I'm referencing mainly those um, Middle Eastern peace deals where he went from listening to John Bolton, have a falling out with him, he gets rid of him, and then he kind of has a pretty peaceful time um, in the last half of his presidency. I think that that should continue. He loves the accolades. We all know that. So if they keep nominating him for a Nobel Peace Prizes, they actually give him one. Um, he get he wins the re-election. I truly think that this can be an enjoyable four years if those people that are uh, willing to compromise their never-Trump stance things were better i mean like things only got bad because of covid so why are we why are we holding this guy responsible for the whole world's pandemic that they're going through because things are bad in europe right now i don't know man i always say like i always say my life didn't change really it's bad. i actually paid a little bit more taxes this time you no know, you didn't I, no i literally did you can't because oh, you earn more money you get yeah not I, as a no, percentage i know i earn almost the same amount of money so your money you you paid more in taxes because under trump's tax plan i did you know what though I read about it after we had this conversation last time, and there is about six to seven percent of people that that actually happened to, and middle class. So, I don't well, think I'm alone. I can't prove you wrong on that. I don't need you to because you don't know my taxes. But so, <laughs> I I, paid, I ended up paying more taxes, but only because my income Shit. like tripled during during this. That's different though. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of great things. That's a great point, Jose. No, my point is this. <laughs> I, I, for those who said he's not my president, I guess things stayed the same for him. <laughs> no, my life didn't change. This is, it is what it is. My life stayed exactly the same. That's a good point. I mean, this this really isn't going to have as big of an effect on people's lives as they like to think it will. I guess they don't like to, but they think it will. It, it does more than you think. Yes, I, I am a firm believer that your your local elected officials are have, have a more immediate impact on your daily lives than, than, the, than the presidential election does. But... Policy still, you know, gets, you know, 
kind of develop that at, at, at this office. At this it doesn't moment. though, because as I'm saying, when you go into policy, it's uh, representatives and state people. The president doesn't really introduce policies. He can't. He has an executive he, order. He, that's that's short executive term. Executive orders and, and of course influence. But that's short term, and also the influence. It depends. You have to be the influence of people. Your people, who are the representatives in the first, in the office, in the Senate, in the House. And that's not really the president. Do you think even if he vetoes, they can go back? I mean, they can. He can go around us. Do you so. think the Muslim ban was? Trump's idea or do you think he was being influenced because that was really in the beginning part and I can't really think of anything that would uh, legitimately you, justify you mean the, his... the quote-unquote racist Muslim ban the the ban that had the exact same list of countries listed as Obama as Obama yeah yeah that that one but here's the problem with it is he was branding it the Muslim ban and he was in he wasn't enjoying it he was he was feeding into like it was like xenophobia. Is that the word? He yeah. was feeding into that of the of the people on the right. But like I understand the wanting to keep people from Mexico coming in because a lot of people that are coming in illegally from Mexico are coming in illegally because of a lot of the things he listed as concerns. I don't think there are that many well, people. Like, when they say that, though, how come not like Russia, Yugoslavia, like illegal immigrants from those places too? Well, I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but. Just as recently as nine eleven was, you know, Islamic terrorists. Like, I know the phrase does get overused, but right, that but, is a legitimate threat. Right, but no, but he's talking about how come you know like not just, Russian mobsters don't get yeah, caught up. Not in just the same not thing just as, uh, Mexicans. Mexicans, because because a lot, lot, lot of human trafficking is for, is through those countries, not through Mexico. You know that, right? Mm, I don't know if I do know that. No, oh, but okay. A, a lot of I don't know. I also don't. A lot of it, even from those countries. A lot of it, even if it's from those countries, is still coming in via Mexico. That's the problem. So that's why that border is very important. Because it's not just Mexicans coming through. It's it's people from all over the world. They they go to Mexico and and sneak into through to the U.S. via Mexico. That's how MS-13 got here. They, they're not they're not Mexicans. They're what Guatemalans. It could or, be a lot of Central America. Uh, so I mean, I mean, Central America. We're talking about two different things right now. You're talking no, about no. You, yeah. You're talking you about, close the Mexican border. No, we're talking about right now. You t you gotta switch it from. I'm talking about people who uh, who predominantly do human trafficking and stuff, right? From those from Eastern European countries. So, do you think more human trafficking goes on between the United States and Eastern? I don't know. There's a so how does number, how do the people all. get here? They they get the the traffickers get them visas and, and they know. put them on planes or they're not smuggled as cargo, right? Man, I have no idea on that part. But I'm saying that. But but I'm saying if you say MS13, those are two different things. We are talking about two different. Isn't things, MS13 right? a and also originally didn't that originate in, in Mexico? Or? No, and what to my knowledge, to my knowledge, MS13 originated in here California? and migrated to South America after that, and then came hmm. back. It's possible. Um, I do think that the border along the Mexican border seems to be a bigger risk, in my opinion. But you're saying that most human trafficking does not come no, in via. No, that's the... not even my argument. My, oh, okay. I, I was just saying it's a threat in the same to the same well, amount. I think. The, the, so the, why not? Why, why single that? The why, fight why single is on one place overall all illegal immigration. All. It isn't Mexican illegal yeah. immigration. See, my criticism. But they targeted on, towards my criticism was on the Muslim ban. Like there wasn't really any basis for that. It was just like a, an opportunity for him. To kind of lash no. out and be a tough military. No, some, something was happening at the time. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that was that was early in his presidency. Well, didn't, he still I mean, didn't he like you reference? Yeah, didn't he drop a lot of bombs on yeah, Syria? Yeah, there, there were there was some conflict. I think it was in Syria or something along those mm -hmm. lines, and there were some threats happening from that section of the world. That's that's the only reason that happened. It was it wasn't baseless. There there was a reason for it, and and that for and he used the same list that was already pre-made for him last time this sort of conflict was happening. So he, he literally did something that the guy that was in office just a few months before had just done. 
But just because he's Trump and the way he puts his words together, he was doing it in a xenophobic, racist way. I mean, it is different if you're banning people from a certain place versus banning people from a certain religion. That's two different, that's two different things, I guess. It, it was the same list. It no, didn't no, change. No, the same list of countries. But if he's specifically targeting people from those places who are Muslim versus people who are just from that place, that's two different things, I guess. You know? It was called a Muslim ban, but it was everybody from those countries. No one from no one can travel from there here. Hmm. I feel it, like there was a difference between Obama putting them on a list, like a watch list or something, and Trump going the Muslim ban route because I think the Muslim ban route like prevented them from traveling. That's true because you you could be on a terrorist watch list. Yeah, no, no, that, that that was the same ban list. It wasn't a okay. Watch I gotta list do. Before. I got honestly gotta do some yeah, more research that, on there. I feel like I've known people from 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 those countries though. No, it would. Neither times they were permanent. They were. They were. It was a temporary ban that was put on those on, the, on those list of countries, because there was some sort of conflict at the time, both times in, mm. in in those regions, and there was and there was intelligence coming in that that there may be some terrorist activity heading this way, from those regions. Okay. Both both times, and neither one of them had a permanent uh, ban on on those list of countries. It was those are temporary. And getting back to the original point about the shy Trump voter, what percentage of <laughs> wow, man, know, wow? I'm just thinking about something different. Uh, what yeah. percentage of Trump voters do you think would misrepresent or not share who they were voting for on those random calls or text messages if you chose to respond? I'm sure you guys got those too, right? On those, I, 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 tell, I tell them right away. You do tell them? Yeah, I tell them right away. Who, I didn't. Who, I just say stop cares? calling me. Yeah, but I mean, like, so that like. <laughs> Just, that one kind of doesn't apply because if you, uh, you might just not want to be bothered whether you're voting for Biden or right. Trump. But I'm saying specifically the people that were voting for Trump. So when I got the call and I was a shy Trump voter in this instance because they asked me, said, hey, Sterling, this is so-and-so because I'm still a registered Democrat from the last time I voted. They said, uh, can you know Biden-Harris count on your vote this election? And I said, well, I actually don't prefer not to tell people who I'm voting for. And I just didn't want people to know that you know, like, I mean, that person might be working for a campaign and the campaign says you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. But they have my address. They have my name. Um, like I've al there was already a website called uh, what was that, Jose, called Donald Trump Watch or something like that. Yep. And they made a list because it's publicly available information. They made a list of only the Donald Trump donators, like people that donated money to his campaign. And you could look up people by their last name and you could find their address. And you could see if they donated multiple times. But isn't that because it's, it's public knowledge anyway? No, we'll see what happened is there's, there isn't one on the other side for Biden. Um, someone went to where the information is readily available and then they created a website because the picture of Trump is him like yelling or something angry, like making him look and paint, paint him in a negative light intentionally. And there's even like a caption in there saying like, we need to stop this madness and, you know, like find out who, which of your neighbors and friends are donating to this, uh, they called him a name of some kind. I forget exactly what it was. And then you just can search and you can look up people's names. Or you couldn't search. You could do it alphabetically by their last name. And then you could also do it by state if you want to do it that way. I feel you, but I just don't know how. That's inappropriate, bro. I mean, come on, yeah, man. But, but like like but, that but, guy but, who did but, that had bad intents. But I'm saying, I, I don't know if I would worry about it too much because I could look that up anyway. Well, little things like that are why there are shy, shy Trump voters. So if I had to put a percentage on the people that were voting for Trump and had an opportunity to say they were voting for Trump but would fall in this demographic, I'd say it's probably about 
almost 20% of Trump voters. I don't voters. think so. Two people people are no, really think, proud. I think it's even bigger than that, man. Really? Think so? I think as, it's smaller as, than as, that. As much as you see the the boat parades and the truck parades and all the all the rallies with thousands of people, I still would say over 50% of Trump voters aren't vocal about it. Mm-hmm. And would oh, even hide God. it in certain situations depending yep. on what they are. I mean, you saw the one where um so I'm I'm taking this away from the actual candidates, but I'm putting it towards the ideology of the parties. You see the Black Lives Matters protesters, and a lot of times they tend to be white, ironically enough. You have white Black Lives Matter protesters yelling at other white people in DC a, a couple months ago. And uh the they were trying to get her, the the woman who was eating outside, to like chant Black Lives Matter or to say something specifically. And um, she was like, I support Black Lives Matter. I'm just trying to eat, though. And they just started yelling at her and getting in her face. Um, Like, that kind of uh, reaction is, um, I don't know. It's just just too much to kind of handle. Like, who wants to deal with that just for because you're like, hey, this guy actually seems like he makes a lot of sense. So why why would I want to do that? Um, Any other topics you can think of, Jose? Uh, no, I, I, I think it's time to go back and, and, and see what's going on with this presidential election. Let's go. Real quick, though, I do agree with what you're saying, though. I do think that is ridiculous to try to force your opinion on somebody in any kind of, any shape or form. I just don't know that it affects as many people as y'all say. It's 50%. I said 20. 20 at 20, 20 50, that's a lot of people. When I see so many people who are proud of who are proud about who they voted for. So you know 80% are proud of who they voted for. 20% are shy I, about I it because they don't want to have the repercussion. I would say almost 90%. Sure. So we're not too it. far off. 10%, 10% versus 20%. Yeah. Um, Jose is looking at the map again. We have some uh, soft reds that turned into hard reds. And the hard blues roughly stayed the same. But um, Colorado is confirmed for Biden, it looks like. No, no, no. There's actually a... Is there another shade here? No. Okay. So it looks like uh, New Mexico and Colorado went for Biden. And then you got North and South Dakota and Nebraska for Trump. Oklahoma for Trump. Kansas. Arkansas? No, the regular one. No, Arkansas is, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Kansas is, um, it's just leaning Trump. It's not all the way right. Oh, I got to refresh mine. Thank you. Here, let me look off your map real quick because you're a little ahead of me. Oh, everything else looks the same. Uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, uh, West Virginia, South Carolina, all for Trump. And then the rest of uh, the confirmed states were Biden, Illinois, Virginia, D.C., Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont. And New Hampshire's trending for him. But the uh, swing states, the ones that are most important, they're all trending towards Trump right now currently. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Florida. Um, the lead that I saw he had, or Trump had in Georgia over Biden has me feeling like that's not that's no longer a swing state, or sorry, a, a potential flip from red to blue. But um, And I think also I, heard, I got a text from a friend who said that the betting odds changed in Trump's favor at this point, or uh, not too long ago, rather. Uh, it looks like for the most part, most Georgia counties are, are are pretty red right now. Yeah, so I'm saying they originally thought that there was going to be a, a chance that Georgia could flip from red to blue. That does not look like it's going to be an issue. Any I don't longer. know how that could be, but it looks like the West Coast states are still uh, they still have yet to start reporting, but they are. You're still three hours, three hours behind. behind <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Well, all right, guys. I think for for this week, being that it's election night and we're going to continue the news coverage ongoing on uh, Facebook Live for the evening, I think it's time that we sign off for, for this brief episode of uh, Essential News Discussion Podcast Live. My name is Jose signing off. Sterling signing off. And I'm Everett. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Well, we'll know, uh, hopefully, by then. Yeah, hopefully. Who our, who our oh, next sorry. president's going to be. Yeah, I, I think you are uh, correct <laughs> on that one. Psych. But thanks for, for thanks for tuning in, guys. See you guys next week. Bye. All right.